say you have a backstory about your character? Uh, yeah. Well, first off, I'm Sebastian. Oh, um, I'm playing a kobold monk by the name of Keats Tugmup. <laughs> Dice are everywhere. Everything's falling apart. <laughs> yes. Our DM, who has been nice enough to let us record his DMing, is Briargate. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hello, this lovely voice, this sexy, lovely, seductive voice you're hearing, the voice of me, Briargate. I am the Dungeon Master. Um, Hi. My character's name is Raven. He's a bard. And, uh, what's yeah, just tell us, tell us a little bit about your characters, some backstory classes, okay. level oh. stuff like that. Yeah, sure. So we're both starting at level one. Um, I'm not sure how Braggate wants us to do the we're not gonna, leveling. Like, this isn't going to be a super traditional. You're not going to worry about XP. I'm going to tell you when to level up and what level to level up to. Okay. So um, I'm 31. Two, please. <laughs> two, two, please, yeah. Level me up right now. What? Um, I'm 31. Years old? 31 years Four old. Four inches tall. Because <laughs> no. what race are you? I'm, I'm a kobold. Yeah, I'm uh -huh. 2 foot 7 inches. 31, 12, 24. <laughs> 2 foot 7? Yeah. 37 is actually close. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> I'm 27 pounds. Uh, I was born in the headquarters of the KAF, the Kobold okay, Armed Forces. Hold on a second. Yeah. If you're 2 feet tall <laughs> and you're 20 pounds, that's too... That's not proportionate. You'd be closer to at least like 40 in between what? like 35 and 40 pounds, I think. Oh. Because think about it. That um, really, Go, our really fat cat we had, weighed 20 pounds. Now extend Go to almost two and a half feet tall. And with the same weight ratio, that's just kind of ludicrous. Yeah, but two and, a, two and a half feet is like this tall. And so, like, if you think about, you like, a what? toddler... You know what? Let's go, let's go with it. Let's okay, go. yeah. Let's roll just to roll with... I'm a skinny kobold. I think um, we go with, like, 25 or 27 or something. That'll just make me rest easier. 27 pounds. That's okay. how much I weigh. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you said 20. No, <laughs> I'm okay. 27. Um, so, uh, Keats was born in the headquarters of the KAF, which is the Kobold Armed Forces. Mm-hmm. His parents sent him away with his two siblings, Jeets and Fleets, at a very young age because they were in the middle of a secret operation. Um, and so we were sent to the rundown town of Toden. Uh, I was sent to a monastery while Jeets and Fleets were adopted by a dwarvish couple um, that couldn't procreate, so they decided to adopt two lonely kobolds. Uh, Keats learned from both the monastery and the streets, so I was learning to steal and cheat others while learning the deadly forms of combat. Uh, one day, a half-elf attempted to steal from me. Uh, I may or may not have murdered him out of cold blood. And, uh, okay, so what, you're chaotic good? Is that what cha you said Chaotic good. He tried, to, he tried to steal from me. That's like... That's... Evil, just chaotic. <laughs> that sounds like lawful evil to me. Somebody steals from you Fine. and you kill from okay, them. Okay, <laughs> so some somebody tries to tried to steal from me, and uh, I may or may not have broken his leg because I was very angry and swung out of pure rage. Um, so, so like evil, but we'll, 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 yeah, yeah. We'll I was I was uh, 
kicked out of the monastery. Actually, I'm not chaotic good. I'm pure chaotic. Chaotic neutral. Yeah, exactly. For our listeners who don't understand what pure chaotic is. Yeah. Um, yes, so I broke his leg and I was booted from the monastery. And out on the streets where I was trying to make a living after I had been kicked out of the monastery, I met a beautiful kobold. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> named Sliver. Uh, she is very beautiful, and we both had similar backstories. Uh, we were given up by our kobold parents and raised. I was raised in a monastery, she was raged in a church setting. She was raged? Raged, yeah. Uh -huh. She was raged in a church setting. She got very angry. Um, no. Uh, so we got married and we lived together. After about 17 months, uh, we had our first child. We named him Heinz after my father, like like the ketchup brand. Um, so when Heinz was six, uh, Keats was short on money. Get and, it? <laughs> <laughs> and, okay. and, I appreciate uh, that. I, you know what? I really like it. <laughs> and uh, he decided to go on an adventure for some money. Um, so this part I haven't discussed with Briargate. But uh, I said on the adventure, Keats found a strange purple potion that he still has not used. Sure. Sure. So Briargate can, can pretty much yeah do whatever he wants with that. Um, strange purple. Okay. Yeah, so Keats is uh, really good at fighting. Uh, he has a short sword, and that's it. He he literally is just carrying like a belt with a short sword on it and like loincloths. Okay. Um, so like Yoda. So like Yoda, yeah. Keats is like Yoda. But, but he's way more Yoda badass than Yoda. <laughs> hey, pure chaotic. Pure chaotic. <laughs> um, so... Because I'm a monk, I get unarmored defense, which makes me crazy good without wearing anything. Yeah, what's so, your AC? 17. 17, wow. Because I get... So, so my armor class is my dexterity and my wisdom. So, it's 17, which... So, dex plus wisdom? Mm-hmm. Which is what? 17. Because it's plus the, four to your deck so plus it's, three to your wisdom? It's eight, it? it's eight plus my proficiency bonus, plus my dexterity, plus my wisdom. So ten. So eight plus two plus three for your wisdom, plus four for your dex. Yeah, so okay. it's 17. Um, I only have ten hit points. Okay. I might die pretty quick. Uh, as a kobold, I can grovel, cower, or beg, which means I can... Give the opponent a disadvantage by pretty much pleading mercy. Um, I also give the have opponent disadvantage on what attack rolls and stuff oh, like that. Okay. Um, and I also have pack tactics, which is if oh I know what pack tactics. Are. Yeah, if my partner in crime over here, uh, Raven. Raven. What's what's your name? Raven. 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 That's just why I Raven. Said, that's, that's what I said. Raven. Just Raven. Okay. That's all you need to know about this <laughs> Okay. <box. laughs> um, so uh, I have pack tactics, which means that if my father decides uh, that he will stand close to an enemy and I attack that enemy, I get advantage on the attack roll, mm -hmm. which is actually What's your really nice. Name? 
you you in my real life my father oh, his I, his I, I character and there Daddy. goes the illusion <laughs> <laughs> if raven ah, is yes. yes yeah there we go yes um well, i also I have, have hit points in you so i'm going to stand farther away that's right um how many hit points do you have nine. Oh, and oh. a bar <laughs> that's pretty good that I is pretty good for a bar i believe my armor class is 13 but i may be wrong well, um, it's eight plus. No, two. he he has leather armor, okay. so with him he gets uh, eleven plus his dexterity modifier. What's your dex modifier? Two. Oh, yeah, so it's thirteen. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, I okay. also have sunlight sensitivity, which means I take disadvantage in the sunlight on attack rolls and like. Interesting. Anything, okay. anything that has to do with my eyesight, I take disadvantage on. Okay, so like perception checks and the yeah, and all that, and all that stuff. Okay. Um, so I definitely have a disadvantage for being a kobold. Uh, so, um, yes, I have everything that has to do with dexterity, like all the skills and the saving throw. I'm trained in all of them. In every single one? How in every single one. Um, there are only four of them. And you get to pick... Tell me how that happened. Walk me through okay, that Okay, so uh, I get the saving throw. For dexterity, because I'm a because monk, a monk, yes. a monk, and then uh, I got to choose two from the monk list, mm -hmm. and so I chose uh, acrobatics and stealth mm -hmm. from the monk list. From the monk list, yeah. from the monk list, and then from my backstory, I got sleight of hand and stealth. What is your background? You picked a background. Uh, what is it? Urchin. Urchin. Okay. So Urchin is grew like up on the streets. Yeah, I grew up on the streets. Um, so the thing with Urchin is, I can find like hidden passageway passageways, mm -hmm. like under the city, and like find mm -hmm. quicker ways to travel. Um, so I'm doubly trained in, trained in stealth. So I have a plus eight to stealth. And how are you? How is that? Um, because I got it twice, because I took it from my class and my background. So I just get... So how are you trained in all the deck skills? Because stealth, sleight of hand, acrobatics, and the saving throws. That's all of the stealth kills. Oh, okay. Skills. 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 Um, yeah. We're sorry to all the listeners who have a, a list. <laughs> um, I... Probably not listening anymore. <laughs> um, I speak... Common, Draconic, and Goblin. And Kobold which... is a uh, dialect of Goblin? No, it's a dialect of Draconic. Of Draconic, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. so, uh, and now all our true D&D fans are triggered at the... <laughs> of the Dungeon the Master, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm going to pass it over to Raven. Well, my Just name is some... Raven. I'm a human bard. Uh, I have black hair and brown eyes and five foot ten and 180 pounds correct that's why they call me raven <laughs> <laughs> and the character is bored um i'm not going to go through all my proficiencies they will come out when i yell i'm proficient in that <laughs> uh, but uh i have an entertainer background mm -hmm. and from that, I have some proficiencies, or not proficiencies, but things that I do. I'm a fire eater, a juggler, and a tumbler, and I use that uh, when I'm doing my 
bardine. Mm-hmm. What musical instrument do you have? Oh, I have three. Well, I only have one with me, but I am I'm proficient in three. In the lute, the flute, and the drums. Oh, drums. But yes. I only carry with me my trusty lute. Your trusty lute. Which means more to me. It's my most treasured possession, my lute. Mm-hmm. I use a rapier and a dagger, which are both finesse weapons, so I use my dexterity modifier for those. Correct? Yeah. Okay. And then my I also have uh, spellcasting abilities, and that uses my charisma modifier. Um, the thing that I like about uh, the bard is I have this thing called bardic inspiration and I can use it as a bonus action and what that does is someone within 60 feet of me that can hear me apparently I do some bardy thing they can hear <laughs> so bar- probably a song play a lick on that loot <laughs> and they get a, a d6 uh, for bardic inspiration dice that they can use in the next 10 minutes uh, as a bonus roll to their attack Ability checks or saving throws. Oh, cool. That's cool. And I get uh, four of those because it Ooh. is based off my charisma modifier. So I get four of those before I have to take a rest. So you can like play like a bop and then Seb can be like, I'm super inspired by that bop. <laughs> yeah. I'm really into this fight. And you can roll yes. an extra d6 you will want to, to fight attack. harder or save faster, stronger. So let's say that you do, let's just talk logistics for a second. Let's say you do that. Seb attacks and he doesn't beat their AC. Can he then roll a d6 to add and try and beat it? Or does he have to say, I'm going to roll an extra d6 he, now and So use he it? can decide after the roll, but before the outcome is announced. Gotcha. Okay. That so, makes sense. like if he rolls and he's, not sure he can add that he on. He can add it. Okay. But he can't do it after <clears throat> telling he's failed. Gotcha. And Sebastian is the one who has DM'd in the past, so he's going to know a lot of the stuff about the, the ACs of the enemies and the hit points and what they yeah. can add. And he's got an advantage. He's by far the one uh, who's most into this out of it. You know what I'm into? I'm into maps. So maps. here is okay. the map of the world. Well, this isn't a visual podcast. I know, so. but you need to look at it. <laughs> the map of the world that this place takes... Uh, this thing takes place in. Your adventure is going to start in Yadina, which is just to the right of Mount Terranfeed? What is it? You drew it. (laughs) Mount Terranfield? Is that what it is? Terranfield. Mount Terranfield. Yeah, Mount Mm -hmm. Terranfield. And just a brief history about this continent. About um, 100 years ago, uh, there was... A really weak, uh, a really weak ruler in the uh, the western part of the country that ruled over, like that ruled over Terranfield and Eudena and Osiria and all the basically everything in the western country that's predominantly human and uh, like half elf and half orc. And um, then there was this great big explosion at um, Mount Ashtonas in the, the eastern part of the country that left a bad land around it and a place where demons and uh, devils and stuff like that ran rampant. Uh, where, it, Where is that? To the far east, just to the left of the Soundless Sea, to the north of the Roasting Peaks. Uh, Mount Ashtonas? Uh-huh. Okay. And there's this bad land all around it. And it threw the continent into chaos, and this evil, rule, this evil ruler, Fedror... Uh, took advantage and overthrew the really weak um, emperor that was present at the time and 
established the Kepis Empire, which is now everything east or everything west of that line that you see. And the Kepis Empire is currently at war with the the elves and the dwarves. <clears throat> and to the very far west is Endad, which is the uh, a sect of elves that um, seceded from the main elven empire that is to the south of the Morning Peaks and the Roasting Peaks that were dissatisfied with the decisions that the, the their elvish rulers were making about how to deal with Thedror and oh, the Kepis Empire. Can I can I say the Morning Peaks is spelled M O U R not yes. M O R like The Roasting Peaks are sad. called the Roasting Peaks yeah. because when Mount Ashtonos exploded it 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 was a giant eruption. It's Mount Ashtonos is a volcano and those peaks just south were covered in lava and are now you know all that, all so that jazz. A kind of rock. What that occurs when magma comes over? Molten lava molten. rock. It's it's a lava rock, and then the morning peaks are obviously mourning <clears throat> the uh-huh. what happened. Um, but yeah, that's just a basic history of the the continent. This is not a fully fleshed out map. I'm going to add more detail as you go around. Okay. But your adventure starts in the Kotik Vale district of Yadina, and I have one more map for you of what that looks like. Here it is. Um, and this is what the Kotik Vale. Oh, good! Like. Right next to the cemetery. For the people, for the people who are um, just listening and can't see the map right now, there are some. Uh, it's like the um, sort of the business districts, business slash entertainment mm-hmm. district of um, Yadina, the city. There's a there's an amphitheater and a big cemetery, and there are a bunch of shops and there's a trader's market where the traders that come through that like traveling that are traveling and selling wares can set up shop and there are a couple taverns and like this healing place right by the amphitheater because and you know this the one of the big things about Yadina is they have this um, big tradition of gladiator fighting and they Uh-oh. have gladiators fighting that amphitheater which is why the cemetery and the hospital are right there anyway so you are um traveling you see setting up all of the conveniently located <laughs> nearby no i don't uh, well <laughs> depending on which way they turn <laughs> the cart yeah um so you are traveling through adina you are keats i have uh, i've i just mm-hmm. learned about your characters i didn't know your characters until about 30 minutes ago and i'm not really sure how yeah. they would end up together so you say you're chaotic um pure so chaotic, chaotic neutral. neutral and dad what alignment are you I did not know he was going to be neutral. I am also chaotic neutral. Chaotic neutral. Okay, so we got a couple of chaotic boys. So it makes sense that you two would get together. And mm-hmm. I guess you're going around and you are traveling through different cities. And Dad, there's something about the bard where, like, if you play music, you get, like, free room and board. At yes, and I can get free lodging wherever so, I go because I will perform for them and they will love me. I guess you guys are going around and, like, either looking for easy work or trying to scam people out of money, you know, stuff like that. So you're kind Yeah, I tell them Keats is my trained monkey. And <laughs> I put a, 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 and you, yeah. a costume on him. <laughs> a costume. With a tail. Well, and you already right. have a tail. Yeah, you guys have, have a tail. come through your genius. But it's not a monkey tail. It's a very popular, especially the Kotik Vale District is a very popular place for um, tourists and travelers to come because there's all that entertainment and there's this big famous trader's market that um, is there. Um, so you've come through, and right in the middle of town, there's this big um, 
message board and you see a lot of people and you feel like that's a good place because it's in the center of town and you can learn about some stuff. And so you approach this message board. I'm going to get accused of railroading because I don't immediately give you free range among this. <laughs> that's right. But you go up to this message board and you see this, um, this half-orc woman who is, she seems pretty strapped. She's got like, She's got this big spear and a shield, and she's got a long sword strapped to her side, and she's wearing chainmail armor, and she says, Ho, oh, travelers, haven't seen you around here. Correct, we just arrived. Well, I'm going to try and come up with a good voice. <clears throat> well, um... That's bad, that's awful. <laughs> well, well, it's good to... <laughs> uh, well, well, it's good to meet you. This is my first voice, they can sound like me. Well, it's good to meet you. We, um... Uh, welcome to Yadina. You guys know where you are, right? In front of you, ma'am. Oh, wow. Or All sir. Right. Sass, that's great. Um, My sharp tongue sometimes gets me in trouble. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> you know, I uh, am a, the reigning champion gladiator fighter for this town. I uh, work over at the, the Cotec Vale Amphitheater, and I like to try and tell new travelers who come into town a little bit about the town because... Be frank with you, you've got to know a little bit to get around here. There are, um, the lord of this, uh, this city is, uh, Boris. His name is Boris. He lives up the road a little ways, and his right-hand man is, right-hand man is Zaiden. They rule the town, and, um, you gotta be kind of careful about what you say and what you do around here, because they rule with a pretty heavily, uh, uh pretty heavy iron fist. Uh, and if you guys want to, if you're looking for room and board, I'd head over to Mort's, Mort's Tavern and Inn right over there, and there, um, ever feel like coming to watch a gladiator fight? Why then, just come on over. How about joining a gladiator fight? Um, I guess you could, I'm not sure how great you'd fare, but... I'm, I'm like staring up at her. It's like, yeah, because <laughs> she is like... She's probably taller than you, Dad. She's like six, six one or six two. She's a half orc. Dang, she's like triple my height. Yeah, um, I think it's pretty late. You guys will probably want to go into more Saturn Inn and uh, get a get a drink, get a drink, get some room and board. It looks like. Do you play? Do you play any of those instruments you got? I only have the lute, my friend. Do you play friend. that instrument you've got? Uh, let me show you. Jesus and then I, I whip it out <laughs> and and tune it for like two minutes. <laughs> And she's standing. She's standing there respectfully, like, "Is he gonna? What's and going then, on?" And then I put it away. Well, Never was, mind. It's, it's, it doesn't feel you right. Know, you should time. go to Mort's. I've got to go uh, get over and get a, a, a workout in. I'll, I'll see you around. Okay, let's hop back on the railroad, friend Keats. Friend, <laughs> friend Keats. <laughs> and and travel okay. this railroad into the tavern. Yeah, for sure. We hop back on the railroad. The railroad. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, we're just stay on this track. <laughs> All right. All right. And, uh, I'm trying to introduce my characters, okay? Um, and we head to Mort's Tavern. Okay, you enter Mort's Tavern, and it was... It's pretty cold outside. Yadina is in a pretty... Uh, it's it's uh, it's fall, and it's turning to wintertime right now in, in Illa. And you walk in, and it's warm, and there's... Illa is the continent that you're on. I am so confused. You have Illa and Yadina and Kepis and... The Kepis Kepis Empire is the empire that rules over the western part of Yadina. You have drowned me in information. I'm processing this. That's how how it is at the start of a new TV show or a new movie or a new D&D campaign. 
So you walk into into um, Mort's Tavern and Inn, as you see as a sign uh, right outside, and you walk on in, and um, it's it's very busy. There are predominant. You see a lot of. Um, actually, you don't see a lot of uh, of people in here. Um, there's not a you'd you'd expect it to be more busy, especially at this time at, uh, at night. The sun's about down. It's about dinner time. You'd expect like a busy bustling in, but it's not really that busy. Mm -hmm. They're just like maybe. A, 15, 16 patrons in here, and you, it looks like it could fit about 40 people in there, and there's there's no music right now, it's just pretty chill, and Mort sees you coming, and he says, Evening, travelers! Come on over! Come over! Come! Come! He seems oh. very eager to I make to a beeline right for him. I, I was going to do a perception check to find the keeper, uh, but you I, uh, I, brought him right no, in No, he seems, he seems very eager to have uh, customers enter his... I, I climb I climb onto Raven's back. Oh, yeah. And just is there consent you, in this, or is it like? A, is <laughs> I tried to knock him off because, excuse me, this is fine clothing. You silk and and suede. Get off! Get and, off! And I have like a loincloth, and I have like nothing else on. <laughs> yes, okay, I'm, are you like are you getting off, Seb, or do I, I need to make Dad roll a check? I forgot no, to tell no. you that you know I I wear very flamboyant clothing. Very flamboyant, so is that it I black? stand out. Not black. It's uh, multicolored. Multi Today I'm wearing a teal blue cloak over green leggings. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> over green this leggings. Is a, this is a true And I have right yellow, here. yellow uh, gloves that, like, I don't know what you oh call them. They're the like, long like, gloves like that go all the way up to your gloves. Like superhero gloves. Like gauntlets. Your elbow, you yes. <laughs> like gauntlets, except they're just gloves. Okay. All right. Okay. So. And also. A large hat with a big feather sticking in an ostrich feather, actually. Yeah, I just climbed up to there to grab the ostrich feather. Because oh, I felt okay. bad that he looked so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, more welcomes you ever said. Do oh. I need to roll to knock him off before he no, gets I my hop, feather? No, I hop off. He hopped off. Oh, okay. no, I'm taking your feather with me, obviously. Oh, I want to... I want to... <laughs> if you, you... I want to prevent him from stealing my feather. All right, dexterity contest. Here we go. <laughs> uh, does this count as a dexterity saving throw? Or just a contest? Just a contest. Just add your dex modifier. Okay. Uh, 14. 19. He grabs your feather successfully and jumps on down. And I, you can't make any more checks to get it back. That check kind of represents this whole thing. So you can describe it. It can be hilarious now. But like okay. that contest <laughs> describes the whole contest, the, like the fight right. to get the feather. I, I put the feather in my belt so it's like... Pew! Like three feet taller and you, like, than like do me. a triple backflip off his head. <laughs> As he lands, my rapier is like hanging down. I, uh -oh. I push my hilt and, and the back, the bottom end of my rapier whips up and whacks him. <laughs> yeah. He says, oh. he did, yeah. the, the tavern keeper, who you presume to be Mort, uh, he's a very he's a very heavy set man. Hey, he looks, are you Mort? He looks about like 250, 270. About about five ten, about as tall as you are, Raven, and he's got this great big bushy beard and a lot of like a really messy hairdo. And he says, "Well, you two are quite the quite the bunch, aren't you?" I jump in front of him and I bow very low and sweep my hat across the floor. And I oh, say, my. "Tis but a smattering of what we have to offer as entertainers, sir." We're a couple of fellows, not a bunch. A couple of fellows. Wow. A oh, a couple. I see. I see. I see. No, no, we are we are not. <laughs> We're we're not together. No. Or are we? We're partners in crime. I'm. We don't do crime. We don't do crime. We're 
we're partners in adventuring. We're adventuring you partners. I'm just gonna stop you. I'm an entertainer, Chris. <laughs> you know As a tavern keeper, I have this motto: I don't need to know really about who you are. I just, you know what? You just come in, you drink, you drink, and you eat, and you sleep, and you have a great time here at Mort's Tavern and Inn, the best inn in town. Not is that, it, o- not this... that other guy. Not that other guy, Carmen. Who needs Carmen? Carmen's place. Nobody needs to go there. Just stay at Mort's. Well, actually, Mort's is the best place in town. Where, I'll give you a free room at Mort's. Where's this Carmen's? Well, I was gonna try to work for that, but I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> No, you you can feel free to pay. Yeah, I mean play, play, P L A Y. You can play as much as you want. Excuse and still, me, and still get free room and board. I I I forgot something outside. I'll be right back. You stay here, Keats, and I step outside. Okay, what are you doing? I'm trying to find Carmen's tavern. <laughs> <laughs> nice. okay, I I uh, uh as he's walking out, I uh, hold up the map and point. Carmen's place. <laughs> Where did you get that map, friend? Keats? <laughs> you, did, you guys don't have this map. That map is OOC. Oh. I mean, I guess I guess it would... No, hey, you it's, know what? it's right there. No, it would make sense. <laughs> Maybe it would be plastered <laughs> on the changed, marquee. Changed, it somewhere. would make sense if you're traveling around. It would make sense that you have a map of the place that you're going to. So you're okay. trying to find Carmen's place, Dad? Carmen's? Isn't it just Carmen's? Oh, Carmen's? Ka- like <laughs> Daharma, except Karma. Yeah, that's where I'm going. You're going to go find Carmen's place? Okay. And leave Keats behind. And, just... and immediately, the hardest DM thing I've ever done. I've never really DM'd before for our listeners, so now I'm going to attempt to try and describe two simultaneous scenes. Um, well, you can do them separately. You don't have to do it like back and forth. Back no, and I'm forth. not going to go back and forth. Let's do let's do Dad's first. Dad goes to uh, Harmon's place. And I do, and uh, on the way, I dig into my pack and and dig out a a less gaudy feather. <laughs> Another backup feather. <laughs> a ba- I, got, I always got, have a backup. He's got this compartment in your I thing carry an entertainer's feather. pack, which carries <laughs> costumes and sundries for entertaining. And like, and like 20% of this pack is just various feathers. It's like your signature. It's not all feathers, but I have a, a bent purple feather that I put in my That you put cast. in, oh lord. Okay. Alright, and you walk in, and you uh, walk in, and this place is very, like, bustling and busy, but you see, it seems like a lot of the people, like, you hear a lot of coughs and sneezes, and like, it seems like a lot of people are, like, sick in this place. But there are definitely, like, that doesn't surprise you, I guess, because there are a ton of people. It looks like there, this is a, uh, a little bit bigger than Mort's place, and there are just a ton, a ton of people, you'd say like 40 or 50, jam-packed into here. And there's this big line in the back of the store, or the store, of the, the inn and the tavern that, like, looks like it's leading to, like, something. Um, and that's the scene. There's a bar, there are tables, there's... Um, and that big line leading to something in the back. So the first thing I do is I, I pull out my handkerchief and hold it over my face and nose. <laughs> a bit of a germaphobe, <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> I, I don't like touching the sick people. Oh, Lord. Um, uh, do I surmise uh, the proprietor from where I standing well, when make I enter? Well, make an investigation check. Ooh, which one is that? And yes, first of all, yes, uh, investigation. Intelligence. Intelligence. I get uh, <clears throat> two bonus on that roll. Uh, six total. Six total. <laughs> uh, no, but I guess from what's your int score? 
<laughs> Passive <laughs> intelligence is 15. Okay, so you know, you can't really make him out because it's so, like, it's it's pretty bustling and busy in here, but you know that the the innkeeper and the tavern keep would, is usually, typically behind the bar or out serving people, and then they come back to the bar slash the kitchen area. So you know where he could, he's probably at, but you can't, you can't make him out. Okay, so I, I carefully make my way to the bar without touching anyone, and it's and I'm like extremely careful not to touch anybody. So I look <laughs> ridiculous. You make a make a dexterity check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ten. That's you know what you bump into one guy on the way, and he says, "Oh, excuse me," and then he sneezes. Oh, pardon me, ma'am. Oh. And he turns around to you and he says, that, that was a bold He turns around and he says, jerk. Oh, I'm sorry. Away. Where I come from, no, he's you gone. look he's like gone. a girl. Okay, you are. I did mention my sharp tongue sometimes gets me in trouble, right? Mm. I don't think so. I yeah, think, but you know I think it's part of my it history. <laughs> it's part of my history. <laughs> part of your history. My sharp tongue usually lands me in trouble. Oh, Lord. Wow. Right. That's like one of those random ones that you roll for in the background. Yeah. That, that <laughs> table you pick from. I thought that would fit with my chaotic nature. Mm-hmm. I think, you know what, I think it fits pretty well. So are you like getting a, where, where were you going? Were you getting a seat at the bar? I was just sidling over to the bar so I could um, observe for a while and All try right, to find a, a way. Make a perception check now. Well, my roll for persuasion, in, is uh, that my perception. bonus? Perception. Oh, perception, okay. Wisdom. Perception. Well, Seventeen plus three, twenty. That is good enough. You make out this. Uh, That's good enough. Thank you very much. Twenty's <laughs> uh, high enough where we are. You make out this voice um, behind the bar. Says, oh, you mateys, get pick up the pace back there. We need we need to move quicker. He says, "Oi, get that get that chicken out to table 14. My goodness, how do you talk? Is he near near me? He is. He's like he's right behind the bar. He's. You can't see him, though. All you can do is hear the voice coming from behind the bar. Helen, well met, good sir. Ah, Jesus Christ, you scared me. Who is this Jesus you <laughs> Oi, by Barman's tongue, you scared me. Oi. Oi, you, will you, need, you be needing them, uh, some mead and ale? I was going to inquire about uh, performing, perhaps, here, but I, I noticed this doesn't look he like coughed. a great spot. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, you can perform, but you're gonna have to you're gonna have to pay to stay. I I still have my uh, handkerchief over my nose. I I I guess I'm sitting. I stand up you know and what? try to look you over can, the bar. You still you'll still have to pay for room and board, but you can see the attraction for free. Oh, w- would you let me see that first, sir? The attraction? I don't know. I'm scared to go to the attraction. Well, it's not dangerous at all. Just dark and musty and moldy. You see, our attraction here is a secret underground entrance to what once used to be the tunnels under the under the city of Yadina. Um, is that perhaps why everybody is coughing? No, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why everybody's coughing. Sir, please turn away <laughs> from me. <when> <laughs> He's so at this point you've made him out to be um, a dwarf, a dwarf man. He's very stocky. He's not as heavy set. He seems pretty in shape actually. He's got a, a long braided beard that rolls down to about the middle of his chest and a, a top knot up up top. He looks like he's got a lot of hair. He's a 
hairy, beefy, stocky man about four feet tall. He's pretty tall for a dwarf. His voice does not match his description. Close <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, you can definitely go down under the, um, the... It's gotten very more spacious with a little bit of rasp in it. What kind of uh, <laughs> sickness do you have, friend? Voice? <laughs> I'm not sure. And, and just then, in the middle of the bar, you hear uh, this shriek that I will do now. It says, and everybody stops, all the noise stops, and they you, turn. You just blew out the listener's ears, bro. You, <laughs> you turn around, and you see this um, this woman laying in the middle of the um, the bar, and she has developed this really ugly, like, cyst-looking, like, it looks almost in, like, the shape and the size of a bell on her shoulder, and it started, like, oozing everywhere, and she's on the ground, like, passed out. And you, uh, these... About ten seconds later, two guards burst in, um, who are wearing helmets and just this, like, leather overshirts, and they're wearing short swords, and they say, What's going on in here? And they see the woman, and they say, Oh! We'll extract her to the healers! And they come in with a stretcher, and, um, they take her out. And he says, Don't! And, um, you turn back to Haraman, and he says, Oh, don't let that be an indicator of whether or not you stay here! Please, come stay! We have a person in town! We've got... Nice attractions and wonderful food. Uh, stand by. <laughs> that was his character. <laughs> He's trying to come uh, yeah, up with a nice I way. Do that. Uh, I do that. I like threw my handkerchief. I'm like, uh, I need to go step outside and get a breath of fresh air. <laughs> another, another. Please excuse me. I must go outside. Yes, yeah, all, all. <coughs> Oh my, I have a, I gotta go. <laughs> All of a sudden this guy um, is walking behind you and he sneezes and there's this big like, this thing of phlegm that gets on the back of your neck. And actually, I need you to roll a constitution saving throw. Out of nowhere. <laughs> good. Seven. Seven. Oh. And GG. Right. It was a fun <laughs> run we had. <laughs> Make a note on your character sheet that you um should that you make mark a note that? on your character sheet that you failed that saving throw and you feel you feel what? sick now. Shouldn't you be doing this? I'm confused. You feel sick now. I I've got it. Oh, okay. But you're making him write it down. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the DM now. I'm the DM now. Sebastian has DM'd in almost all of our previous adventures that we've done. Anyway. Okay. Good idea to come to this bar. I'm leaving. <laughs> this is Great a... idea. Okay, let's let's hop back to Keats. Um, oh, you're you're a little short lad, aren't you? Wow, I didn't Mort come in here this... and say you're fat. What <laughs> <laughs> is this heavyset human man? Remember with the beard. Now. He says, um, "Well, we if you if you're willing to entertain, we're willing to give you a, a spot for a room and board. We're Me? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you." Um, we, we've had a little bit of trouble with business lately. It's not as popping as it used to be. But you know what? Our customers are loyal, and they stay. And, um... You don't, you, to yes, be with all you, three of them. I've been to... There, there's kind of 15 people in here. All the people who have been to Carmen's place, um... You know, to be honest, it's just... It's not as good. And if you ask me, there's been some dark doings over there. And in the city in general, there are, um... There have been monster hunters going missing. I had a good friend whose name was, um, Cheryl. Cheryl, who went on... Uh, Cheryl? Cheryl, my friend Cheryl worked for this rat catching company, and she, um, 
She went missing a while ago, and I don't know where um where she is. It's been and that's happened. That's been happening to several people lately. I don't. Yeah. We've been missing and. Just monster hunters in general have been going. There's some dark doings in this town recently, but okay. not it. Not here at Mort's Tavern and Inn. Please stay. <laughs> please, <laughs> please stay. Uh, <laughs> he hands yeah. you this this chicken. He says, "I made this chicken. Please accept it and and love it." Is it like a live chicken or is it like <laughs> he has this pet chicken? <laughs> yeah. No, it's a, it's a it's a cooked chicken. He says, for you and your friend when he gets back from his bathroom break outside. You know, there's a bathroom in here. I find it weird now that I didn't offer to let him use it. Um, okay. I uh, pull off the drumstick and uh, nibble on it. Okay, and I think it's about at this time, Dad, that you make it back in. There was this awkward silence while Keith was eating. So I step back in and I... How do I feel? You, just, I feel... You, you feel you feel pretty okay right now. You're feeling like a little bit nauseous, I guess, but not no, nothing past that. I look at the chicken and I feel nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So I step over and say, Well, kids, I, I think this is the place we should stay. <laughs> uh, and more, more comes over and he says, Yay! Good, a free room and board. Um, you can feel free, free to give me any donations you want. Business has been kind of suffering lately. Shameless plug right there. Well, here's a donation for free. <laughs> Don't advertise how badly you're you're, you're doing. <laughs> he says, yeah. you know what? That's a great idea. I won't do that anymore. Um, and he says, so you guys are new around here, right? You looking for any sort of, like, I'll take a, you know what? You give me two gold pieces, one a piece, and I'll give you some... Some tea. I'll spill some tea about this town. Tea is slang for gossip. Oh. Listen, friend. Oh, Jesus. Here comes the <laughs> persuasion roll for free info. Your charisma How is, like, super high, isn't it? Correct. <laughs> In character. Listen, friend. Uh, I am very Between you and me, we're in the know ourselves. So if you... Uh, Tell us your tales. I'll tell you some tales of my own from the road. Okay. Make, uh, let's go into, you roll plus persuasion, and I'll just roll a straight up and down um, charisma check. Well, that's 19 plus 6. Oh, 25 rolled, on that one, my friend. <laughs> I rolled a 6 total. <laughs> so, uh, he says, you know what, we'll call it good. Um, so, around here, um, you know what? Here's a juicy piece of info. I bet Boris is looking for a, somebody who could deal with this, like, who could solve this mystery about why the these monster hunters are going missing. I bet he'd pay you a pretty penny if you could um, you could figure that out for him. You know, in many cities, I'm considered a monster race. Well, you sure act like a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I, I just got this perfect image of like you sitting back in your chair with your leg crossed and like your hands over, like so it's the plan boy and you says With his tail singing off the side of the chair, he has to sit side saddle. <laughs> oh my god. Oh uh, he says, Yes, um but And he can... has his leg kicked up because he's sitting side saddle and you can see under the loincloth a little bit, but there's nothing there because he's a lizard. Um yeah. Both of you roll well, he has an extra fold. While you're talking to Mort <laughs> nice. about this like and he says, yeah, and a lot of people have uh, been getting sick lately, but not not 
not really around here, and you look around and you see that, indeed, none of the people in Mort's Tavern are coughing or sneezing or anything like that. They're just... Do I feel there. guilty? About what? Bringing in the sickness? Being at the yeah, sick place well, and coming... guilt check. <laughs> yes, I got a 12. <laughs> you feel guilty. Um, but not too guilty, because you don't really feel like you're super sick. And it was just like a piece of phlegm. So yeah, I guess you feel a little bit guilty about, like, coming in, but not, like, too bad, because you don't really feel sick. Well, I, I think I... Well, see, I'm chaotic, so I probably don't care, but <laughs> now I realize that I have been to the place that is sick, and now I'm back in this place that is clean, so I'm conflicted, but I don't know that I would say anything. I don't think, I think from what I've heard about your character, you wouldn't, <laughs> especially because, like, you're so flamboyant, you wouldn't, like, you wouldn't break, I don't want to say character. Oh, it's like, a character, <laughs> sir. <laughs> so you wouldn't break, you wouldn't break down. Anyway, so Mort has informed you that Boras, the the head of the town, will probably pay you to try and figure out what's going on, like with the rat situation. Or he's he's, and he says, you know what? I'm gonna do a, a shameless plug here because if you could figure out what's making people sick, a lot of my man, how many shameless plugs do you have, bro? A lot of my a lot of my patrons have gotten sick, so if you could figure out like what's making them sick or get him unsick. I'd really appreciate it. You guys seem... I don't know why I'm trusting you. You guys just have this charismatic air about you that makes me want to want to trust you. My charisma is 11. Yeah, well... <laughs> Speak for yourself, <laughs> shorty. But what would our reward be if we figure out what's making everyone sick? You would earn my friendship, and I could probably cough up some gold coins to give you, because my business would be back again. A lot of my business left once they heard that my patrons were getting sick and they went over to Carmen's place but now people at Carmen's place are getting sick but for some reason they don't seem to care it's probably because of that stupid tunnel or whatever what tunnel? oh there's this tunnel under the place they send the people down there he calls it his attraction but then the people I wasn't I was worried to go in there because I thought I might get oh wait a minute we'll talk later <laughs> Keith <laughs> Oh, Lord. And, of course, Mort overheard that. Oh, yeah. He says, huh, well... You're I mean, I've never been there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. I just, I just, I just remember. He says, Mort's going to roll in. <laughs> insight? Percept I guess perception check. Not insight? I guess okay. insight, but that's a... But that's the same thing, so... <laughs> He rolled really well. He says, you went over to Harman's place to... Just momentarily to check it out to see, you, you know... know what? You know what? It doesn't matter. You chose here and that's the important that's thing. That's right. You're I... always welcome to stay here at Mort's because I am desperate for business. Perfect. I did go inside. Is that troubling <laughs> you at all? No, you're probably okay. Right. <clears throat> Okay, so that's... That was in character. I... Uh-oh. Past that, um... <clears throat> that's pretty much what I've got for this first day. So then, I... What do you do a wonderful juggling performance, no, and I, I swallow some fire, and 
Then the we customers are like the super night. into it. They're like applauding all ten of them that there are, and they're like, yeah. I don't know why I did a big stadium. They're like, yeah, that's great. Hey, hey, great act, man. Hey, I really, I really like that. Um, Keats, Keats does some freelance stand-up comedy. Oh, Jesus Christ. Give us, give us a taste. Hey, you know what sucks about being short? You know what sucks about being short? You know, tall people complain about hitting their heads on the ceiling. I, I complain because I hit my head on tables. Roll a performance check. <laughs> um, that's charisma. Nineteen. They are, you know, for some reason, for some godforsaken reason, they are into it. They're like, yeah! They're like, people are literally slapping their knees, and like, one guy pretends to hit his head on a table, and there's another, like, uproarious laughing. Anyway, so you, um, you do your acts, and then I guess you, like, you retire for the night, and Mort shows you to a room and says, hey, here's this room. I've got a little sofa in there. It looks like you could fit on it, little guy, though. I know Perfect. I I know Usually I make, he curls up at the bottom of my bed. I know. I know. Oh, I make short jokes. I know. I make short jokes, but that's very rude of you to assume. That's. I mean, this. We only have rooms with one bed in them. So, like, unless you want your own other room, I can't really afford to, to do that right now. This is what I can offer you. I'm. I'm really sorry. He seems kind like kind of ashamed, and like. He seems embarrassed. He, he should be. No. 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 Anyway, yeah, so I guess you guys retire for the night and you you wake up the next morning and you've got kind of free range around this this town now for what you want to do. Ah, uh, we're not on the railroad anymore. Um, All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to go to, I can't even read that. Um, one of the shops in the middle. Yeah, what are those? So you have... Because I um, can't read them. You have... They're so small. You have Masumi's music stand, which is like, it's punny because it's like this, um, this stand that is like a musical shop, but it's music stand because like there are music stands. <laughs> musical people will appreciate it. You have Matsumi's, Masumi's music stand. You have, uh, Anine's enchantments. You have Tannel's music, ma or magical wares. Ooh. And you have, <clears throat> excuse me, you have... Belmix armors. And then on the other side, there are four conscription stands. Okay. So you have, basically you have a music shop, an enchanting shop, a, mu um, um, a magic shop, and a, an armor shop. Armor slash All right, uh, fighter stuff shop. Keats, Keats is going to try and get his purple potion checked out. At, his purple potion. Oh, okay. yeah. At Tannel's magical wares. Tannel's magical wares, not Evine's enchantments. I'll, I'll check there too, but I'm gonna go to the right. magical wares because I would rather have a magic potion than just an you enchantment. Okay. So I think I think uh, Raven is walking along with him. He's just kind of following him. Then he sees the music stand shop. He's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> and he ducks in and to browse. An entire okay. shop devoted to music. <laughs> All right, who wants to go first for their, their scene? I want to. All right. Sure. So, Keats, you walk into Tannel's music shop, and you see Tannel. Uh, Tannel is in the back. Uh, it is this tall, half what you guess to be a half-elf woman in the back. Um, she is very elegant, very beautiful. Um, and she says, Hello, welcome to my shop. How may I help you? Hi, pretty lady. 
Um, oh, wow. All right. I, I uh, pull out the purple potion. I say, I have this potion. It's purple, and I don't know what it does. Oh, yes. Let me let me take a look for you. And she, she takes it, and she goes into the back of her shop for a while, and you can hear her, like, rummaging around. And she comes back out with, like, this, um, this microscope-like thing. Not a microscope, but, like, a what are those glass? It's like a handle, and then there's a big circle of, like, glass... And it makes the things a magnifying glass. She comes out with like this really, <laughs> really fancy magnifying glass. What's your glass intelligence thing. score? <laughs> right now it's like a minus four. She comes out with like this intelli- like this intelligent. <laughs> oh, she, <laughs> she comes out with like this um, fancy magnifying glass and sits down. And she says, "This potion is extremely intriguing to me. It seems that." Um, I can't quite make out what it is meant to do, but I do know that it has something to do with uh, the effects of life and the effects of death. <laughs> I'm not sure what it means, but I can make out that it has something to do with life and or death. I'm sorry, I can't do more for you. Would you like to take a coupon? as an apology for my inability to discern the meaning of this potion. This seems to be a very advanced potion. Where did you find it? On an adventure I took with some of my buds back uh, when I... Uh, a couple oh, of years so ago. Oh, inter- so, so interesting. Yeah. Here, just take this coupon. Feel free to browse. Oh, uh, what, What's the coupon for? Uh, it's a uh, coupon for uh, 33.333 repeating percent off uh, anything in the shop. Really? Mm-hmm. Dang, I take a look around. Okay. What are you, are you looking for anything in particular, or are you just browsing? Um. It's a magical wear shop, so you see things like, like arcane focuses, like you see staves and wands and crystals, and you also see, like, some limited magical-looking items, like okay. some enchanted, like, just basic stuff, like, so you see probably, like, some enchanted torches or something weird like that enchanted rings and necklaces charms stuff like that are you um, looking for anything in particular i'll let you you know what i'll let you think about it and we'll go do dad's okay dad you walk into um masumi's uh music stand <laughs> i'm so proud of myself for that. and um you see masumi in the back she's a uh five foot she looks to be like Mid five feet, um, dark skinned human woman, and she says, uh, "She says hello." Oh, it's the same fucking voice. <laughs> she says, "Hey there, are you looking for um uh, some some music stuff? I got that. I got that music stuff for you, man. I got it for you." <laughs> One second, I'm gonna try to do something to make it. Everyone Sorry. in this town has the same accent. <laughs> More bloopers. Uh, <laughs> one second, let me take a funny No, I'm drink. keeping that in. <laughs> no, God, <laughs> she, says, she says, hey man, how you doing? You looking for some music? Uh, I was just extremely racist. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I am a musician myself. I just... Was uh, intrigued for, by your shop. Our main wear here is the music stands. We've got many a stand for you, man. Well, I usually memorize all my music, so I was wondering, do you have oh. anything else? 
Well, we've got, we've got it all. We've got instruments. We've got sheet music and things like that. We've got stools and stands to put your music on. Your musical instruments on. Like, like we got guitar stands. Or guitars don't exist. Jesus. We got lute stands. We got oot stands. We got viola da gamba stands. We got hurdy-gurdy stands. We got flute stands. We got all the kind of stands you could want. And also instruments and sheet music. What are you looking for, man? Well, you know, I've just, I've never... <laughs> Wait, so is this just a musical stand shop? <laughs> and, like, two instruments so, in the corner? So I, <laughs> I, think, I think Raven would, like, politely browse around for a few minutes and then just leave. <laughs> and leave. Okay, she says... <laughs> Without saying goodbye. She says, well, Without saying goodbye, just walk out. All right, she's going to make a, a perception check to see if she notices you leave. Well, yeah, that's good enough. It was a 15 plus 318. She says... Hey, are you not going to buy anything, man? It's, oh, oh, not, not today, ma'am. I'm so sorry. Oh, but you're in town for a while, yeah? I'll try and come see you perform. You stay, you stay in over at Harmon's? Oh, no, the other place. Though. Oh, maybe maybe I won't come see you perform. Well, have a good day, man. Wait, what? what? What's, I mean, what, what about there's more? not really a great performance scene over at Mott's Tavern. That place oh, well, is basically dead now. I plan on changing that. You should step on by some evening. Well, perhaps, maybe I will. You've changed my mind. I'll come see you later tonight. Uh, have a good day. Adios. Okay, what? bye. <laughs> Adios. Okay, <laughs> right, um, back to Keats. Have you thought of something? Yeah, you I want? thought of something. Uh, I want sunlight-sensitive glasses that'll fix my sunlight sensitivity. Oh, so you, you were looking for, like, an enchanted pair of glasses? Helmet. So, like, sunglasses. An enchanted helmet, perhaps? <laughs> no, just sunglasses, man. Just cool. They don't, I don't have want, those I don't here. want armor. That'll make my armor class bad. That will, that will decrease his armor class. If yeah, if I put on a helmet, so then what, it would want, be like... You want glasses. I want, like, sunglasses. That will... That will block There's the sun. No such thing. Oh well, that I don't will know. Get rid of your what, what about a magical enchantment on glasses? Okay. Are there so, glasses in your universe, sir? Well, yeah, yeah. Go ask. Go ask. Um, he just had a magnifying glass. I, I walk up to uh, <laughs> perhaps they do Tannel. Hey, uh, Tannel. Yes, yes, sir. Do How you, may I help you? Do you have something that could help with my sunlight sensitive eyes? Well, let's go look at our glasses selection. And you walk on over, and you... <laughs> oh, God. So I just pointed at Dad and said, Ha! I don't know if you can hear it on the thing. Oh, oh my God. Oh, sorry. I got to record myself. She says, um, Well, here are our glasses. What do, you want your, what do you want your glasses to do again? Um, Help with my sunlight-sensitive eyeballs. Oh, you have sensitive eyes. Is it because you are a small green green creature? No, it's because I come from a dark place. Hmm. Us kobolds so are accustomed to caves. You're looking for something to darken your eyes. We have these. Um, we have these spectacles here, and you look at them. And in game terms, these spectacles would mean if you're wearing them during the day, you could choose. You could either lose the disadvantage on your attack rolls during the day. Or you could lose the, 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 the disadvantage on, like, your perception and your insight and your visual checks. So do I have to choose right now? Or well, you or could, do I choose? You, could choose? you would choose and then it would stay that way. Forever? Yeah. 
You can't like uh, change which one you have disadvantage on depending on which one you're doing because okay. then you don't have disadvantage <laughs> on you. Um, I would. Uh, I guess I would take. Uh, she says no these are normally. Uh, how many gold pieces do you have? Ten. Ten. Uh, I'm willing says, to steal. These. Oh my god. <laughs> she says these are normally twenty-five gold. You have a coupon for thirty-three percent off, right? So yeah. That would round you to about sixteen or seventeen gold. Yes. I, uh, try and... Does she have, like, a gold pouch on her? Oh, my God. She says, do you not have enough gold, young one? I have enough gold. And I say, what What do those glasses do? And then I uh, try and grab whatever gold she has on her person. This is a stupid choice. <laughs> he she uses says, his monk. Oh, no, I don't need to look at them. You know what? You just... You take those as a... Uh, nobody comes in here looking for glasses anyways. <laughs> Can I have your entire glasses selection? No, no, that's a little bit. Take it and okay. run with it, honey. Okay. Um, I take the... Uh, I'm going to do it as... Call these, call, I guess we'll call these the Spectacles of Darkness. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, we can change that later. All right. Uh, I'll take no disadvantage on uh, attacks. On attack rolls. Okay. You'll still have disadvantage on anything in the sunlight, any checks that require... Uh, yeah. Looking and it's just at sunlight, things. right? So if you're inside and there's no sun and there are, like, torches and mm. stuff like that, you don't have disadvantage, right? Correct. Okay. Alright, so then you walk out of the shop and you meet, um, you meet back up with, uh, what's your name? Raven? And as you meet up with Raven, you hear this shriek, round two. <laughs> from... From, from what you uh, and both of you make, uh, what's your make perception checks? I totally forgot about the first shriek. 